0: If you drop your change in a tip jar, but the barista didn't see it, did it really happen? Whoa. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast.
1: Alex Dyson, I saw the weirdest thing walking down the street. What happened? Well, okay, so I see two birds, right? And and they're, they're on the drain, like the grill of the sewer, sort of street side draining bit. You what know? kind of
2: birds are we talking here?
1: I think they were noisy miners, but I'm not Indian sure. Noisy miners, oh, noisy hey, mini- species. Pests. Yeah, I think that they were. Anyways, they Feral. were they were they were going at it. I think, I think, they were rooting, but <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know because one was on its back on
2: the on the grill wait, of the sewer. Wait, so you t- you watched two birds in missionary position?
1: <laughs> I think they were in missionary. I'm not even joking. I think I was like watching and I was like. <laughs> Are they fighting or having sex? I, I really couldn't tell. But anyway, I
2: don't think that's the way. That's the way birds do it.
1: Well, how do they do it? They don't do it in missionary. I doubt. I doubt it's missionary. Don't tell me they do it in doggy.
2: That makes no sense. Do it in birdie. No. Yeah. No. Well, how do they do it then? Well, I don't own a bird Kama Sutra, mate. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, although if they're Indian minor birds, potentially the Kama <laughs> Sutra is where you should be looking.
1: <laughs> well, they one was on its back, one was like on top of it, and there was a little bit of screeching and stuff going on. Anyway, I thought, oh, that's interesting. They're sort of, they're maybe having sex, or I don't know. And then they fell into the drain, and then they <laughs> just heard this like, rat, 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 and flapping and stuff. Like they rolled. No! It's as if they were having sex and rolled off the bed, but they rolled into the drain, and suddenly they were both just like flapping away in this drain. It was like, I was just standing there going, what have I just
2: witnessed? <laughs> well, that what Alex. Let us know. Uh, sex gone wrong. Let us know. When, uh... <laughs> okay. I thought it was
1: going to be some sort of animal rooting stories or something like no, that. but <laughs> No, we're not the podcast for
2: animal rooting stories. <laughs> Dr. Chris Brown is what you want to be looking up for there. <laughs> um, but very excited today. Tell you what, <laughs> Matt Okide, we have an absolute pleasure to be hosting uh, one of these boys for today's All Day Breakfast.
3: Morning Brown, morning Brown. Morning brown. I'm a sleepy boy, try as I might. I didn't get much sleep
0: last night. I need to drink this morning brown, cause last night I was doing a fk. I was fing all night long. I was fing with my ding dong. I f***ed in a bed, I finged in a seat, I f-
2: Like a labrador in heat It's Auntie Donna They're going to be jumping on the show Mark from Auntie Donna will be letting us know about their brand new Netflix series an incredible achievement for Australian comedians to be doing this matter kind so cannot wait to uh, have a chat to Mark and see how it's all gone
1: Yeah as well as that it is Nadoc week and we wanted to get one of our great mates on the show you may have heard her on Triple J at times her name is Carla Ramby and uh, we're going to be chatting about just the mad music that is coming out from Indigenous artists around Australia right now. So keep an ear out for that one. But let's jump into it. Alex
2: Dyson, it's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Everyone ready?
0: Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we
2: go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. So Matt O'Kine, very exciting times uh, because in the midst of opening a comedy theatre, we put some shows on sale. That's all popping off. Anne Edmonds, Harley Breen. No, no Matt O'Kine, which is a shame. Not willing to come down to Melbourne, mate.
1: Oh, you know, I've told you, mate. I, th- I genuinely think I may have retired What? comedy. Yeah, but you had a know. show written and ready to go in Melbourne. You no, know,
2: I know. I just don't know yet.
1: This is scoop news, by the way. You know, I mean, I've, I've never talked about it publicly, but uh, consider me retired for now.
2: Goodness, all right. Well,
1: <gasps> I may, I may return in when that bank account gets low. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fair enough. So, well, <laughs> as part of that, you know, I'm trying to, you know get some show ideas ready for 2021. And I'm like, back in 2008, I was a member of the Melbourne University Law Review, all right, where you – it's just a sketch comedy show with kids who go to uni, right? Don't have to do law, but you just jump up and you do some sketches. And there was, you know, there's some absolutely classic gear that Dyson put there, uh, a parody of Truly Madly, Madly Deeply called the Dad Joke Medley, full of dad jokes. Um, what, are, what other sketches do we have? So
1: sorry, can I be completely honest with <laughs> yeah. you? There is nothing lamer than a uni law review. Mate, it was some
2: comedy (laughs) No, There is literally nothing. No, because one of them I had more than a bunch of nerds. No, mate. I, I mean, this is this was my Bohemian Rhapsody sketch, right? Was four um quadruplets, right? Yep. Dating four other quadruplets, mm-hmm. okay? So they're on the online dating. They met in a quadruplets chat room. Mm-hmm. They all went together for a date, except one of them was a conjoined twin with a little, you know, side person just who was really complaining. Anyway, it was great <laughs> stuff. If you can f- track down some footage of it, go for it. But I I think maybe the class of 2021, next year's Law Review, because we did it out at some digi pub out in Richmond. Yeah. No backstage area, right? An absolute... I mean, the seats were wonky. It was all happening. So I'm like, well, maybe they could perform the Law Review at Comedy Republic. Whoa! Right. Give them a
1: proper platform, the the right, exactly. the right tools, exactly, the right I'm, I'm, stage, a few I'm, drink vouchers. You know,
2: actually get get them. You know, get them earning their their work. Absolutely right. And so I emailed the Law Review, sent send it to um, who? Was I emailed it was James at University of Melbourne, right? And I said, hi there, my name is Alex Dyson. I had the privilege of being a cast member of the Review Bay back in 2008. Good times. Anyway, I was just getting in touch to see if you'd secured a venue yet for 2021. I'm one of the founders of Comedy Republic and would love to have a chat with you about putting our venue forward to host the performances. Blah, blah, blah. Hit me back on this email or give me a call. Best, Alex. Okay. And um, they were very prompt sending an email back. Uh, Later Mm. that evening, I got James sending an email saying, Hi, Alex. I think you are looking for the Law Review. This is the academic journal, the Melbourne University Law Review. Good luck with the venue. (laughs) <laughs> so, they would have been like, "What
1: performance are we talking about?" Maybe you could yeah. put on like some sort of, you know, uh, court TV or Judge <laughs> Judy or something like that. You yeah.
2: know, yeah. So review as in a in a sketch comedy show, R E V U E. And I saw the thing, and I'm like, "That's weird." They're spelling it review properly now. Anyway, <laughs> he goes the email. The worst part being that I was absolutely ripping Rudy Giuliani for heading down to the uh, Four Seasons. <laughs> landscaping yesterday and then i go ahead and book in the wrong law review <laughs> they got gonna come I mean, out
1: and read you you know changes to some sort of code section six of the you know bystanders
2: act of 1927 yeah the problem is that probably would have been funnier than the gear i was riding back in 08 so um but anyway just give let us know it's happened to rudy and the republicans it's happened to dyson When's your mistaken identity? When have you sent the email to the wrong people? I would love to hear.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I actually, uh, I actually signed up for this uh, great daily delivery of this performance. Apparently, they're going to come to my door and just do these great sketch comedy stuff all about finances. Um, but turns out, it's just a paper gets delivered every every morning called the Re- Financial
2: Review. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, a <laughs> Tell you what, mate, <laughs> you did that back in 08. That would have killed. That would have killed my man. You can't retire, mate. You can't retire. Okay? Uh, let us know. Mistaken identity. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Alex. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee
0: never hurt anyone.
4: Well, oh, I feel a buzz.
1: Alex Dyson, I was so excited yesterday to see the launch on Netflix of a brand new show made by a group of Australian legends. Just so, such funny guys. They go by the name of Auntie Donna. I've loved every one of their live shows that I've ever seen. And it's so exciting to see their brand new show launch on a worldwide scale with us today on Matt and Alex is one member of that three-piece team. It is Mark Bonanno from Auntie Donna. How's it going, Mark?
3: Sorry, I'm a little bit goofy today. <laughs> oh, you
2: always are, Mark. You always are.
3: That's just classic Auntie Donna fare. That's the kind of stuff you're in for when you tune into Netflix. You never know what's going to happen.
2: Oh, people are, are in for a treat when they uh, check out Auntie Donna's big old house of fun, which just dropped on Netflix yesterday. I mean, taking out the silly voices, Mark, this is an absolute <laughs> incredible achievement for you and the gang from Auntie Donna to have this on Netflix. is incredible great man
3: it's crazy it's crazy that it happened because we made the whole thing in LA a lot of people don't know this but this is an American uh, Netflix show the only thing that's sort of Aussie about it is the is the six of us and kind of and some of the special guests because we got to have uh, Michelle Brazier on there and Ben Russell people we've been working with for a long time they came over we got to work with them which was fantastic but otherwise it was this whole big American fair and we and we ate lots of Terrible food for our tummies, but delicious, <laughs> delicious food. But, but and lots really, of it. And lots I of went it to is Popeyes, to over there. too much. I, was, I went. I waited. I waited. I think it was an hour and a half in line to get the Popeyes chicken sandwich, and two fights broke out in that time. <laughs> in that, on the Popeyes on Hollywood uh, on Hollywood Boulevard, it was absolutely ridiculous. Goodness well, gracious!
2: Which means, would you have had to, for the American audiences? What kind of conversations did you have? with american execs about references because you're always great with your references at auntie donna whether it's glenn ridge you know what what sort of conversation do you have to have in order to tell them about a few australian things they might not know about
3: well look we love these netflix execs right and and they they they're genuinely right they were so (laughs) kind so nice to us such lovely lovely people and they i mean we've got like we've got references to like a segment that used to happen on the Footy Show, right? <laughs> Called Lose Handball, right? This is the Victorian <laughs> Footy Show, right? I know it well.
1: I'm, I'm the target what? market for that. No, reference. I don't even market. know this this game. I don't understand it.
3: Louis used to, and he used to do this prize segment. It's like lose handball. You'd, you'd handball. This was a, This came from the mind of Broden Kelly. This little reference, and um, but you know, like we've got that stuff in there. We got. We got a lot of Aussie references in there, and Netflix were just cool with it. They 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 <laughs> never questioned it. They were never, and I don't know why. Maybe they, because they they're really, losing their minds over there. Absolutely,
1: I'm so surprised. Like I've I've you know making a show that's destined for international audiences, and you have you find yourself having arguments that are yeah ridiculous. Like I remember fighting so hard to keep the word pokies in there because one oh, of the characters really? was going to the pokies, and yeah, they're right, like, right. and they were saying, well, c- can we just why don't we say they're going to the casino? And it's like, well, they're not going to the casino. They're <laughs> That's going to very different thing. It's a very to the different p- thing, <laughs> going very to different thing the And so can they call them slots? And it would be like, no, they, they can't call them slots. No one would call them slot machines
3: here. So I mean, the biggest, the biggest, um, the biggest road bump we ever hit was when we did our first ever reading. One of our producers, Dave Jagowski from comedy Bang Bang. Um, he was reading all the all the big print, you know, all the action that happens in between the dialogue. And uh, I don't think he'd fully read the scripts yet. And we have one sketch in the show where it's all about sort of guys fighting each other at like a, at like a house party. And what we'd written into the big print was they go each other, like Broden goes Mark, right? <laughs> yeah. And then Zach goes Broden, who then goes Mark, right? And when he was reading it, his fucking brain broke. <laughs> it was like... Mark goes, Zach. <laughs> uh, like, this is in front of like a crowd of people with, and the sketch died. The sketch died on the read because they just had zero idea what we were talking about. And we're like, okay, so we've got to pair it back in the uh, in the big print, I think. When we're trying to sell what the sketch is, we have to pull it back. But in terms of the references that we scattered through there, oh man, it was a free-for-all. We learned that in Edinburgh. We learned that, that lesson in Edinburgh. When we went to Edinburgh, our first time, we like changed all the Aussie references. You know, anytime we said like Woolies or Coles, we'd change it to Tesco's right, and we yep. do that. And it just felt inauthentic. Mm. And we just realised like when we watch stuff, like when I grew up watching Seinfeld and things, when they made very New York references, it never put me off. It just yeah. was part of the world and part of the world building. So... You know, hopefully people will see it as as a fairly international show but with a little bit of Australian chilli on top. That's how we <laughs> like to think it's oh. going to be produced.
2: To see. Excellent. Well, it came out yesterday. You can check it out on Netflix right now, and if you do, you'll be able to see plenty of fantastic sketches, Mark, but also some some quite large scoops of news. Um, because one of the people oh, yeah. working on your show was Ed Helms, uh, Ed. who has been in plenty of Hollywood films. But you actually found out some information about him that we had no idea of. This is a little bit of audio from the from the show of Andy Donna's Big Old House of Fun. Sorry, did you say what are you saying? My name is um,
3: Ed. Is Ed? Helms. Helms, do you guys all think my name is Ed? Oh yes, yes. Yeah, 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 Ed. If your name's not Ed, then what's your name, guys? My name is Egg. Egg Helms.
2: Egg. Egg. <laughs> yeah. You all thought my name was Ed.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's Egg. I mean. You're credited as Ed on your internet movie database page. It doesn't say you that. You go, you go on your I own want you name at at I want you to look at it. I want you to look at it. Yes. Are
2: you accusing me of not knowing I'm not my own name?
3: No, are Just you literally, so I don't are a, you literally? <laughs> what the f-
2: So, uh, Jason, there's been quite the misunderstanding <laughs> out there.
3: My name is Egg. Am I Ed or am I Egg? I thought I knew I was Egg. I, I don't know who I am. We're going to get you a milkshake. Get
2: the <laughs> f- out of here. Now, that's quite incredible news, Mark, but just putting that aside <laughs> as well, <laughs> thinking about that, I mean, you guys are from Australia. You're in LA. You're talking yeah. to some big names in the comedy industry. Yeah. I just... The guts it takes to pitch that idea to these people's faces—the <laughs> amount of respect I have for you is so high. Can you talk us through that moment as well? Absolutely,
3: Ab- absolutely. So uh, we had like when we were writing the show, we had uh, a-, a few things up on the board in terms of what we wanted the show to be and-, and sort of what our like mantra for the show was, and the and the main one was it's it's a couple of naughty boys. F- with the fact that they have a Netflix show, right? Yep. That was the that was the big thing for us. You know, we wanted to like break form and sort of not not be ungrateful for the experience, <laughs> but have it have it be like not take it too seriously was sort of the idea, you know. And 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 poke holes at the not only the fact that we were on Netflix, but. Um, yeah, the fact that we we had a show. And so that bit we didn't write in you know, was We wrote for about a month in Australia, um, or a little bit longer, maybe about six weeks in Australia. Then we flew over to LA and we wrote for about a month there. And when we were writing in LA, we were writing in Ed Helms' production office and his office was directly across from ours and it was just glass walls sort of separating us. So every mm. now and then we'd just be writing, trying to think of something, we'd look over and then Ed Helms is there <laughs> playing the banjo or something. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was really confronting at first because it was like it made it all r- very real, you know? Cause, yeah. Because the, the room was just a new room. We were just writing on like a fing trestle table that you buy <laughs> from Bunnings. We had arguments with our producers about what a power board was called. They call it like a power stick. Or some oh, show, right? <laughs> these people! Because yeah, I said we were like, "Oh, we need to plug our laptops in." Can you get us a power board? And our producer was like, "What the f- are you talking about?" And then we'd look over, and Ed Helms is there playing the banjo. Um, and so it just came out of it. Just came out of this idea of having to see one of the most famous men in the world every day working right there. And uh, I think that was, uh, I think that came from, uh, from Zach originally because we are obsessed with eggs. We think <laughs> eggs are funny. Eggs have been a part of our comedy almost since they dot. And then just the ed egg thing just came up in the room. And then and then mm. when we pitched it to him, thankfully, he he loved it.
2: That's so great, man. You can check it out on Netflix, Auntie Donna's big old house of fun. And you want to see a bit more of Mark Bonano. I've been watching a few of your streams on Twitch, my man, and they are very, oh, really? very nice. Watching you play oh, the last here. The Last of Us Two and absolutely yeah. freaking out because that's a pretty freaky game. How have you enjoyed uh, doing doing a bit of live streaming?
3: I love it, man. It saved my, uh, my mental health in ISO because I was going a bit crazy um, with not a lot to do. And, uh, and streaming has been really, really fantastic. I, I love it. It's such a direct link to the audience and it's so interactive and uh, you just get to play games and, and, and people call you a dickhead in real time. <laughs> usually, usually it's not in real time, so usually I get to respond the- to it. Is it a Under Twitch
2: rule that you have to have a racing car chair to sit on whilst streaming yeah, on why? Twitch? Yeah,
3: Everyone's <laughs> got these chairs, man. Is that is that the
2: law? Why what is this, Mark? Because you're in one of them now. I wouldn't expect you to do that.
3: No, I just, I just uh, when I, I didn't buy this for streaming. <laughs> I bought this because uh, although it We're is racing. one of them, yeah. <laughs> it's very stream. It's a very streamer. It's a very how I don't have a USB steering wheel uh, <laughs> with me right now. I don't know, um, but uh, I just was like. I was going to be sitting down so much because we, we, you know, we came, we were in America when COVID hit and we were working on the show and it was like Friday and we realised the world was burning and then we just like, we're supposed to be there for a couple more weeks. We booked a, a, a flight for the next day to come back to Australia. We got to Australia, two-week quarantine stuff happened the day we landed and then as soon as I got home, I was like, I'm going to be sitting at home a lot. I am buying an expensive racing chair I need, I need to be comfortable. Very, very well, nice. You're
1: putting that Netflix money to great use, my man. I love it. Oh, yes. I, what's your
2: Twitch handle that people can, can follow you on?
3: It's at VeryPoliteGamer.
2: There you go. <laughs> One of the few out there in this day and age. Uh, well, thank you very much for joining us. Mark Bonanno from Auntie Donny. It was a little bit of a shame that uh, Broden and Zach couldn't join us today, mm. but maybe, maybe they're doing... Maybe they're doing interviews on other podcasts right now. Who knows? Well, maybe we'll try and get them on by just... I'll get the the podcast remote. If I flick through a few channels, maybe we'll find where uh, where Zach and, and Broden are. Let's, let's give it a go oh, yeah, right now. yeah,
3: let's do it. Yeah, <clears> let's see.
2: Hi, and welcome to Blokes with Poor Internet, recorded live from different time zones on Zoom.
0: Hey, welcome to the podcast. Hey, welcome to you? the podcast. Oh, sorry. Sorry, you go, man. Hey, you go. No, sorry. Hi, yeah, welcome. You go, man. That's welcome, fine. Welcome. Well, welcome to the... I'm just going to power through. Welcome no to the pod... Thank you so well, much for well... coming to the... I'm so welcome sorry. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. You go.
1: With all the difficult cases solved, only one man has the guts to make a podcast about the easy one. This is Open and Shut with your host, Zach Rua. It was in that moment that I wanted to know who killed this person.
0: Was it the partner? was it the mother or was it the person who went into their house with a gun and was seen shooting them uh, on three cameras and by four witnesses i had to find out
2: and now brought to you by tailgrow australia's favorite tail regrowth nasal spray it's once again time for lizards at home <laughs> i'm
0: a lizard
2: <laughs> i'm a lizard <laughs>
0: I'm a lizard too. Oh hey, I was thinking of going uh, to the shops to buy some lizard yeah. pellets for dinner.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that'll be sick. <laughs> I'll, have, I'll have them as well. A couple of lizards. It's the world's number one pod about the guy with the killer bot. It's that time again for actual real podcasts.
0: Can I just say, um, there's only one sex symbol that I I think is a sexy, the sexiest man alive, Mark. Mark Banano. He's so cool. He's so sexy. He's so cool. Do you know what I love about Mark Bonanno? He's cool and he's sexy. Um, thanks again for joining us on the episode 467 of of Actual Real Podcast where we just talk about how sexy and cool Mark is, who
1: Mark Bananao from Auntie Donna.
3: Well, there. you have it. Isn't Well, isn't now well, that I, now that is a I, breakthrough podcast right I there. I didn't
1: realize how many great podcasts there are out there, other than ours. But that is that's amazing. That, yeah, and
3: that that one is actually accurate. <laughs> so <laughs> it's that that one prides itself in its yeah. accuracy and its factuality.
2: Facturacy, which yeah, is yeah. We're, and look, we're never going to beat it in the ratings, but All Day Breakfast is going to keep doing its best. Mark Bernano, thank you very much for joining us. Pass on our best to uh, Zach and Brodom if you do ever find them as well. Uh, so, oh, well. And also, especially to Sam, Max, and Tom, uh, your Auntie Donna, who are behind yes. the scenes, who put in heaps of work for it yes. as well. So shout outs to them for cr- making this great creation, Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun, which is on Netflix right now.
3: You guys are so sweet. You're so kind. Thank you so much. Order up.
1: Just how you like it? Perfect. All day breakfast. Tell you what, Alex Dyson, there has never been a better reason to not go to the gym than a <laughs> worldwide pandemic.
2: Yeah, it doesn't take much for me to not do something. <laughs> so the risk of getting a lung disease <laughs> really knocked me off the off the tra- tra- trajectory.
1: I used to go, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not trying to brag. All right. (laughs) I'm not trying to brag. And look, you could probably tell just by looking at me that I'm definitely not trying to brag. I used to go every day. All right. What? Yeah, I used to go every morning. How did you,
2: how did, I mean, (laughs) and I'm not trying to be offensive. How did nothing happen? (laughs) (laughs) How? <laughs> it seems physically impossible that well,
1: because there would be just to,
2: zero growth.
1: You, you have to do something oh, when you're there. That was just a That's, social visit. Well, I would go and I would do five minutes of that um, skywalkery <laughs> thing, you know, the, yeah. the swingy legsy thing. Yeah. Um, and then I'd do about um, you know, I'd do a bit of bench press, I'd do a bit of those pull down how, things. No,
2: how many? How many of them? Oh, I would do 3 sets of 10. Okay. Okay, yeah, right. uh,
1: starting very <laughs> very leniently. Um, sure. you know, never wanting to exert myself too much. I it's one of my greatest fears to be caught under the press. Oh. You know what I mean? And I don't go with anyone, so there's no spot meets. There's <laughs> oh, no
2: so, so you just really conservative so it doesn't <laughs> press back against you and then it's like you're on the ride at Movie World or something bro, just stuck in there.
1: Bro, I got I went to put my bench press back on once. Right. And I, this is 20 Ks on each side. So it's not super heavy, but it's not the lightest. I put it on successfully on one side and thought I'd done it on the other and then let go. This thing, this 20 kilo weight along with bench flung down at me and stopped so close to my skull that it literally, the the grippy bit on the bar grazed my forehead. But it just stopped because the other side was still on. I'm telling you, man, I've ever since I'm like, nah, you know what? I don't need to. I just see myself passing out or getting stuck. Anyways, <laughs> after I do that, then I go and lie in the corner in the little yoga section where I do my stretches um, okay. and I look at my phone. So that, that, and then I do two laps of the pool and that was my gym session. A hundred meter which, swim. <laughs> look, to be honest, it was literally just, you know, a, like a replacement for a shower. And, um, and that, was my, that was my little sesh.
2: Okay. So five minutes stairs, the swim will you know take what a minute each way, so two minutes, seven minutes, oh, then come the bench press. So it's a twelve minute workout, which you could half. make a it'd make a lot of money off if you would, sell your twelve minute workout.
1: <laughs> it would take half an hour, and it would wake me up and make me feel good. Anyway, I stopped mm. doing that since okay. the since the pandemic started, and because the gym closed down, they weren't charging any, anyone. But suddenly, right, and now I've got you know Sophia on the card, and Belinda is on the card now. She's got a family card. And it's costing me. I mean, <laughs> gyms aren't cheap, man. So anyway, they, didn't, they weren't charging me for a while. And then I um, realized I was getting charged again. Sure, Even though we're in the action. middle of a yeah, pandemic. But people were going back to the gym. They'd reopen. I was like, oh, okay. I better cancel this. Or I better pause it. So I put it on suspension. They sent me an email going, yeah, no worries. It's, not, it's suspended for the next six weeks. And then after that, it'll be $5 a week. I'm like, sick. Anyway, three months later, well, I've lost a credit card. So I cancel it. Okay. Yep, And I get an email this week, the the gym's like, oh, we couldn't get, your credit card didn't work this week. And I was like, oh, but that's, I haven't been going to the gym anyway. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, well, you need to talk to the gym. So I went to the gym and I said, what's going on? And the gym were like, oh, that's funny. You've been being charged every week for this whole time that Uh you were supposed, for three months. Oh. And it's like $90 a fortnight. Oh. Right? But I didn't realise. They're like, didn't you realise? And I was like, no, because we consolidated. You know, a while ago I told you I got rid of all my other excess, you know, frequent flyer point credit cards. Put it all
2: on the one card.
1: Exactly. But there's so much going on this damn card. you
2: loaded up your card. You don't load up your weights is uh, the moral of that story.
1: Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And there's a credit card in my pocket who is And then the credit card came crashing
2: down on you. That's what happened, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) You got wedged.
1: I just want to know... Have you ever, What have you been charged for that you didn't know? That's interesting. Right.
2: Yeah. What have you been paying for? You know what I'm still being paid for? <laughs> what? I see it coming out of my account every week. Disney Plus, right? <laughs> because I signed up to, before the latest Star Wars came out because I hadn't watched the other pre, pre-prequels or whatever. So I go back and watch them. And then I saw that Disney Plus is still coming out. And I'm like, I thought I, thought I thought I got rid of that. All right, so then I go, go into my email, try to log in, email address not working, other email address not working. I, I don't know which email address it is. <laughs> you can't even cancel. And I'm paying Wait. $8 a week not to face having to call someone up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Remember when Kanye only dropped his album on Tidal? Well, I signed up oh, oh, thinking yeah. <laughs> I'd cancel it. Bloody two years later... I literally spent about $140 on the Kanye album. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> like, they got me. Right. They
2: absolutely got me. What have you been charged for? Uh, let us yeah. know. about Matt. <laughs> Alex. Now, Matt O'Kine, a lot of things had to be postponed during 2020, one of which being Nadoc week, which is an incredible week where you get to celebrate all things Indigenous culture, and uh, we're going to chat a little bit about one aspect of that, and that is music, because it's got such an incredible spread of music at the moment. No one knows it better than the host of Weekend Lunch on Triple J, an old friend of ours. She's a Gomorrah woman. Hello, Carla Rambi. What's
4: up?
1: (laughs) You know, Carla Ramby uh, was the very first person that I did a show with, really, at, uh, at Triple J. My very first night shift, you were on it, Carla.
4: Oh, my God, I actually forget about that. Yeah, yeah you showed right. me how to
2: do it Forget all, or you blocked like... it from your memory due to its
4: <laughs> <laughs> absolutely harrowing
2: experience, Carla, because you taught him everything he knows.
4: Pretty much. I'll, I'll take the, yeah, I'll take that. <laughs>
2: the credit or the blame, whichever yeah. way you look, look at look it, at fair him, enough.
4: Look at him now.
2: <laughs> how are things, so, Carla? It's been a while since we got to chat to you. What's going on in your world? Oh, it's
4: good. Um. good. Yeah, still doing the weekends, I've in the music department, so assistant music director at the moment. Carla, killing it! Top dog, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Send your demos to uh, Carla Rambi right now. Just slide into the DMs on Insta with a link. Or <laughs> do what people works. do
2: to uh, music director Richard Kingsmill as well, Carla. I've heard, you've probably got some stories yourself, but um, one of my favourite for him is he's driving down the road with his window open and someone driving along next to him with a burnt CD on a bike trying to <laughs> hand no. him a CD through the window. <laughs> uh, has anyone uh, tried to uh, hit you up to get a bit of music play?
4: Oh, yeah, but nothing like that. No, no CDs these days. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, amazing
1: stuff. Look, it is NADOC week and we wanted to chat about some of the incredible music that some of Australia's Indigenous artists are playing at the moment. But um, let's talk about NADOC week. What, is
4: it, um, what does it mean to you, Carla Rambi? I think look for me, and thinking about the theme this year always was always will be you know the the end part of that, the second part of that is aboriginal land, so for me, being a Gomerroy woman living away from country, especially it just makes me miss home more than anything if I'm honest
0: mm. and I think as
4: the yeah as the years go by, like you know spending so much time away, it just gets worse and worse, I think you feel like that bit more heartbroken in a way. And I think, God, I'm getting emotional just thinking about it. But, um, Aww. yeah, like, I think this year's been so hard on many fronts. Just um, when you think about uh, country, I guess, is a big part of that theme. You think about what a year it's been. And it's been, you know, starting off with the burning of country and with those terrible fires, and then the desecration of sacred sites as well, we've seen this year. It's, it's been a really, really tough year, I think. So as much as I think this time is meant to be all about celebrating our achievements, and I think that's a big part of it, and celebrating our culture and our history, I think, yeah, this year it's taken on a bit of a different meaning.
1: Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I saw a tweet from Nakia Louie who, uh, who sort of just put a little reminder out and said, uh, this may come as a shock to non-Aboriginal people, but you all know that Aboriginal people, culture, and issues can be discussed and focused on outside of NAIDOC Week, <laughs> yeah? Oh. Like, you know, does does that kind of ring true to you where it's like, it's great we talk about it for a week, but is it this is a year – this is, you know, an everyday thing.
4: Yes. You know, it's NAIDOC Week every day for me, but I <laughs> – and it's, and I think it is one of those things that I've always tried to, kind of push. Like I, I don't take my role for granted, and I've definitely tried to, just embed it in everything I do. It's kind of what I live and breathe. Like you know, I've, I'm always thinking about where I come from with everything I do in my job. So, yeah, you know that that what. Nikia's is hinting at it. Kind of does sting a little bit, and when you see this big focus of on it just for one week, and then it kind of disappears. But that's, I guess, what, yeah, what I really try to do year round is make sure it's in people's faces, and mm. um, yeah, in their feeds, in their in their ear. Yeah. Well. No, that's awesome. Well, I,
2: I think it does show this year like that there is a long way to go when it comes to what Australia can do to celebrate the culture of Indigenous Australians. You know, th- with things happening such as, you know, I've been Arnhem Land with the desecration of sites in Western Victoria, but Indigenous deaths in custody, those kind of issues. But I get a little bit emotional, Carla, when I hear you on the radio during NAIDOC Week mm. just shouting out Indigenous artists, the country they come from, uh, just talking in such a positive way and putting a spin on it like this. It just makes me Really, really proud to be Australian. Have people like you uh, in the country being so proud of the the culture, which is you know one of the longest, if not the longest, uh, continuous culture in the world. So I'm so glad to have you on here to talk about a few of the people that you've been loving recently uh, when it comes to First Nations artists. Tell us a little bit about Kobe D because that's one of the people you've Ooh. you've uh, you've discussed as someone that is absolutely killing it at the moment. And
1: I love Kobe D. Yeah,
4: I've got to say, like this year has been one of the biggest years for indigenous music in that I can remember since I started at Triple J. In fact, it's been the biggest. Like you've had and it's hard and it's really hard to narrow it down. Like you've had big players like JK forty seven, Psycho, um Kaite, of course Baker Boy, um, Dallas mm-hmm. Woods, but for me, I really wanted to take you guys home to Gomeroy Country. So mm-hmm. um, a bit of more madness with Kobe D <laughs> and um,
0: I'm a long way
1: with this one he um, it's a
4: part of the Deadly Hearts compilation and he's covering Ernie Dingo there. He said the song Long Way Away from Home from Brand New Day just really um, is something that he related to. It's something that hit my heart. I've never heard a Mihai Rivers shout out on any other <laughs> song. Like, it, it, it moved me so much. And actually, he's a cousin on my um, grandfather's side, on my McGrady side. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, a bit of nepotism there. But, um, <laughs> he, nah, do it. <laughs> we love that at all day breakfast.
1: incredible, man. Like, I mean, I, I literally heard a song from him um, just yesterday on, on the Jays, and I am continuously blown away by how honest and raw and authentic he is lyrically and just how mature some of his... its t- Like, it took me years to be that honest in my in work, you know? And he's so young and just does it.
4: Yeah, I saw him for the first time live just last week. It was one of the first gigs I went to, coming back out of, um, you know, staying at home for so many months. And he just... He's really continuing this long tradition of storytelling. He digs deep and... Oh, he just can take it to the the stories that he's able to tell. And I think check out another one still standing where he really talks about his, um, I guess, the stolen generations and his, the experiences of his grandfather being taken uh, from Rec Bay, I believe, when he was a child. Um, it's so moving. Um, but, yeah, when I think of Kobe D as well, I think of his great-grandmother. I have really beautiful memories of his great-grandmother, and it was probably my first introduction to traditional medicine. So as a child, I remember my mum having like this rash on her legs and his great-grandmother, sister Connie, she had a bush, so it was like the urales, and you use it for skin irritations. So I remember my mum, one of my earliest memories, mum going and getting these leaves from her place and, um, yeah, just boiling them up. To use as like to soak her legs in, and yeah, yeah so that's a really special memory that I oh, have. Like, sure. Whenever I whenever wow. I hear Kobe, yeah,
1: amazing stuff. And look, let's move on to another artist as well who uh, who's been blowing you away this year, Mitch Tambo. Tell us
4: about Mitch. Yeah, so Mitch, look, he's done so many big things recently, but I think the one thing that stands out for me when I think of him is just the way he's. Bringing back the language in everything that he does. So, the song you're about to hear a little bit of is his cover of Vanessa Amorosis Absolutely Everybody in Language.
2: Wow. That is going to be, I'm going to call it, Carla, the feel -good (laughs) good hit of the summer. (laughs)
4: <laughs> yeah, it is, isn't it? That's really That's got those
2: vibes. I remember when I was in Europe one year and it's just that was that feeling. Sail Week could be playing this song. Anything could be playing this song.
4: But it's such a good spin on it. And, and to hear our language on the radio in song is just so so special. Um, but he's got links to Tumala like my family on my McGrady side as well. Um, but, yeah, it's just a really, really fun song.
1: Oh, incredible <laughs> stuff. And look, um, we, we'll have to let you go now, but is there any other a couple more artists that you want to give a quick shout-out to we should uh, keep oh our my- eyes on?
4: Go and check out Kian, So K-E-A-H-N and Bumpy. So two sisters who, whenever I heard their songs for the first time this year, just floored me. It'll stop you in your tracks.
2: Excellent, oh. we'll keep an eye out for that Can't wait to see the ARIA Awards as well Not only Archie Roach going to be inducted to the Hall of Fame But Myisha could sweep the pool uh, what if Her album was one of the yeah. best of the year for me as well oh, So um, cannot wait to to celebrate that for the rest of the year And Carla Ramby, always a pleasure to catch up with you All the best, uh, you can hear Carla on Triple J weekends uh, For your lunchtime if you like And uh, Carla, it's been an absolute pleasure as always
4: Thank you, so good to catch up <laughs>
2: All Day Breakfast with a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. Mm-mm. Thank you very much for listening to today's All Day Breakfast. An absolute pleasure hanging out with you. Thank you to Mark from Auntie Donna for chatting to us. Thank you to Carla Ranby as well. One of my favourite people ever and uh, very nice to have her on All Day Breakfast and catch up. Matt O'Kine. She drops some very, very hot names so definitely check out not only Kobe D but Mitch Tambo and uh, also Matt, one of your faves, Kian as well. Yeah,
1: absolutely. 22 years old, absolutely killing it. So please uh, sit back while we end the show with a little bit of, a little taste of what Kian has to offer. Oh, and also, please. Yeah, get nothing funny to finish
2: with, just some nah. absolute flaming hot magma from <laughs> Kian. That's it. This is Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. We'll see you tomorrow.
1: Because now I've got
0: a blue. one thing thing. That's it, the all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalx.com.au